Hello everyone, welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co. Here sitting across from me as always, my co-host Aaron Co. Hello. At Mason Charles Co. At Aaron Co. 29 on Twitter. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, over 50% of you guys aren't, which is lame as hell. Make just an account it. if you have to. It's like not hard. Like the goat said, just do it. <laughs> um, ebook on Amazon. Hardcover on Lulu.com. Hopefully more news on that coming soon. <laughs> um, today is Wednesday, October 28th. And congratulations to people that are fans of... You know, the big L.A. teams all around the world, <laughs> you know, uh, they have another championship. Obviously, Lakers went in the finals, um, what, three weeks ago now. And the Dodgers last night finally, finally taking it home. First time since, what, 88? 88. Tommy yep. Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. And the, uh, who's the guy with the bad knee that came? Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Gibson. Gibson. Kurt, Kurt Gibson, yep. yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, Clayton Kershaw finally getting over the hump. The yeah. the worst Seager brother winning the winning the <laughs> World Series MVP. Uh, yeah, we have the other two. We have uh, the other two. Yay. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, congrats to them. You know, we said it before. We were okay with seeing the Dodgers getting over the hump at this point, I think. You know, they do kind of just buy a bunch of guys and – you know, whatever, but they, you know, they do, but they, and they, and they certainly have, but, but they also had a lot, a lot of the studs on that team were, were draft picks and they, yeah, a lot of the pitching, they did what, what I hope the Mariners will do or what teams should do is you, you develop a strong farm system. You develop the players, Mm -hmm. they become good players. You make a couple trades here and there where you need to. And then, and then, and only then, do you go out and write checks for yep. free agents? Write checks and also write an algorithm that can tell you what pitch is being thrown to you, like the Astros. Um, <laughs> that, that does help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, especially with that too, the the Dodgers were the main, I would say the main victim. Dodgers and Yankees were the two main victims yeah. of the Astros cheating. So I'm definitely finally seeing them win one. Um, you know, it, it's hard to say because – the Dodgers had that play where anyone near the ball made an error and Randy ended up scoring and winning. That was what game was that game five? Um, yeah. yeah. Game. Yeah. Uh, no, it was game four. Cause they tied up the series. Right. Then. Game four. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they probably shouldn't have won that one, but in a game like game six, you know, you have a, a pitcher doing very well and he's your ace. He's Cy Young. You pull him. We'll, uh, We'll touch more on that later. More on that later. Yeah, we'll touch more on that later. Yes. But, uh, yeah, just really kind of dumb decision there by Kevin Cash. There are some coaches that, you know, we talk about Stan Van Gundy kind of in the same way. It just seems like when they get to that moment, they just overthink. Yeah. Clearly Kevin Cash and clearly Stan Van Gundy are both great at their jobs. They Yeah. They yeah. took teams that shouldn't have got to their respective championships and is it respect respected respect respective respective okay yeah. i did say that um <laughs> respective championships uh and then they just kind of i don't know if i want to say shit the bed but kind of you know like when you start changing everything and and you start getting in your own head uh it can really affect the decisions you make and that can yeah. affect the outcome obviously and this seems like a case where you just you see what's happening on the field, 
and you ignore the numbers. I know, you know, I'm a big advocate for analytics most of the time, but there comes times when you just got to toss it out the window. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, I'll have more, more to say about that a little bit later, but yes, Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty amazing. I mean, Tampa Bay, you know, they get there. I think I don't remember the exact numbers, but I want to say that they have like a $29 million payroll or something like that. It's, it's less than 35 K. I can say that with confidence. I can't remember the exact number. Yeah. Um, and the Dodgers are, you know, way, way over a hundred million. Um, so you can, you don't have to have the biggest payroll to compete. You just have to have the find the right players. Yep, right players. They have to buy in and and the right, you know, the yeah. right manager and yeah, so coaches. Yeah, so you know, and you know, congrats to the Dodgers. It's kind of a weird way to win the World Series with a shortened season, um, but and no and no fans. Although the Dodgers fans would have all left in the seventh inning anyway. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. They probably still would. I yeah. oh, got to beat the traffic. Yep. I don't know if you saw the video of the fireworks going off in LA, but Mm. there was, there was like a local news helicopter flying and, and they were like, the uh, ticker on the bottom just said illegal fireworks going off all (laughs) over LA. And the news reporter was like, the police have asked them again and again to not do this, but they are not listening our helicopter. And it's just like, every street corner just bang 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 wow and uh, i actually saw a comedian uh josh potter he's the opener for one of our favorite comedians tweet uh that the i forget what the app's called but basically just a neighborhood watch type app (laughs) tweeted or i didn't tweet it it sent him a notification that 25 gunshots were heard but it was just it was all fireworks right Um, right. (laughs) yeah Uh, so congrats to the city of la you know it's uh I think Richard Jefferson said this might be the best LA sports has ever looked. You got the Mm. Lakers and Clippers being two of the, I guess we could still say top five. Maybe. Um, Still two very good teams, very competitive teams. Um, We won't talk about the angels, but the Dodgers obviously went in their thing Lakers. And then also the, the chargers are only what two and five, but they look good. They do. They have some promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Rams are five and two, I think. I think so. Yeah. They, yeah. They lost to the 49ers. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I haven't been alive for <laughs> an, a long enough to really for sure say that, but it seems like it can't really get much better than this. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have football just a few years ago yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, the, the Clippers have been a joke. You know, Forever. until last year, since mm. really during my lifetime, yeah, pretty much. Um, and uh, you know, the Dodgers have have underachieved. I think when you're L.A., you know, and to not win a World Series since 1988 is and, a little bit of a joke. And to always, to always be right there too. Yeah, you know, it's not just that they, it's not just that they have incompetent ownership or anything like that. They're always right there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But the Do- the Dodgers have have pretty good fans. You know, they have some actual fans. Yeah. The the Lakers do to some extent. There's a lot more phonies in that mm-hmm. in that crowd, but um but you know, the Dodgers have some real like normal people fans, so I, you know, I I, I kind of respect that. You know, I, I would have liked to have seen Tampa Bay win, but I'm I'm, you know, I can live with it. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, yeah, so and hopefully in my lifetime, or at least in yours, maybe the Mariners will get there someday. Goodness, <laughs> when our rebuilding project is over. Yeah, it's it's only been officially a rebuild since two thousand 
seven or something. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's when the official rebuild started, even though we were bad before then, even. But yeah, yeah I guess, I guess moving forward, uh, we got some basketball news. Oh. Wow, basketball news year round. Um, we got the NBA starting December twenty second. Oh, sweet. Are the Sonics coming back? No. Okay, then who the but fuck cares? Here, here's some... Here, okay, I'll, I'll get into something in a sec. But okay. uh, first of all, NBA starts December 22nd with a 72-game schedule. A little worried that they're coming back too soon. Um, yeah. I heard there's I heard there's a chance LeBron sits out for the first month or so. Uh, you know... Get get that load management started early. When you're 35 and you just... Yeah. You just they were they were the last team to play a game. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. they, so this this will be October tenth. I think was their last game. This will be two months and twelve days when they normally get four plus ish. I think four plus months. So right, you know, thirty five year old, uh, especially, you know, every game matters in the NBA, especially with a ten game shortened season, but. When it, LeBron knows when to turn it on, and that's playoff time. It doesn't really matter who he's going to face. He had to face Portland as an eight seed this year. Do you turn it off? He turns it off in the finals, though. Sometimes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, no, then, I I agree. Like they got to be careful with this, and if yeah. you have older player, really any players, you you know, I, to me, you better be, you you better be limiting some minutes on mm-hmm. guys and having some guys not play as much and. Mm-hmm. It's hard, you know. Yeah, but I think they should. They really do need to get going at Christmas because that's when, you know, that's a big, big time for them think, to get going. I so. think they should just start on NBA Christmas. Should be the start of every season. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, that obviously messes with stats or whatever. But yeah. who really cares? And also, also, we do need to keep in mind that NBPA has to approve this. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. So. I haven't heard any players come out and be like, fuck this. So yeah. it seems like it should be okay, but we'll see. If I were them, I would say, okay, then add one. We need to add one more roster spot per team. Yeah. Have to, yeah. Everyone needs to load manage a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, that, if I were them, I would, I would say, I would, if I were them, I'm not going to try to push it back, but I'm going to try to, you know, it's a good way to advocate advocate for more players to be in the league and also to help the, the players that are already there. There's got to be some form of compromise there. Yeah. I, I would yeah. think, I mean, maybe the, maybe the MB, MBPA is just hyped to get back, but as we've seen increasingly in the last decade or so, players are becoming much more outspoken and, and what yeah. their demands are. And they've been pushing a lot harder for them, which I think in general is good for sports. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. Obviously I hope, Basketball comes back as soon as possible. It'd be great. Um, but yeah. And speaking of coming back, Amare Stoudemire, uh, after dominating Jerusalem, I'm pretty sure, and Greece, and I'm pre- he might have won wow. a championship with Rick Pitino in Greece. I might be wrong. I might be wrong because <laughs> Pitino because no Pitino went to Greece. I haven't paid as much a, a you know to Greece. Yeah, uh, I'm basketball just basketball is, yeah. is is our fans that are listening right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Stoudemire has. It's interesting that he has been pretty dominant. Uh, you know, in in the foreign countries he's played in. I think he like is an official citizen of uh, of Israel or something. I don't know. Um, right. but he's coming back to the Nets. Uh, not exactly sure what his role is going to be. He got 
DeAndre Jordan there, and you got uh, Jarrett Jarrett Allen, who's very good young young piece that has been in a lot of trade rumors. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what he does. It, it could just be a Tyson Chandler thing where you're I like, oh, he's gonna do anything. Where, where you're like, oh shit, Tyson Chandler's on the Rockets. Like, yeah. remember that when that yeah, happened yeah, in yeah. the playoffs? Who's and, that guy? Who's it, that tall guy? Yeah, with the huge beard. It might, <laughs> it might legit be one of those, one of those deals. But you know, just, yeah. just interesting, I guess. It's yeah. I was well, it interested me in that. I'm like, that guy still plays. Yeah, because yeah. I remember him. I mean, I think of him. I mean, how long has he been out of the league? I mean, it's been. A few oh years, man, it's I've, been at least. Five, I think. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I don't think you're gonna see him on the court a whole lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Why the fuck do you have Jordan as the goat? Just admit it in our goddamn <laughs> like LeBron just won a championship. Can you just relax? Like, can you relax? Like, what is this doing in our notes? What is this? I know it's the off season and we gotta you know find things to talk about. What the fuck is this doing here? Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> That's what that is. Jesus. All right. I'm You'll del- admit it someday. Deleting we're, we're, it. We'll, we'll deleting get, it. You know, we'll we'll have this debate someday. Yeah, we'll, That's probably I mean, isn't the right time. But. Yeah, we just, you know, it's one of those yeah. things where we want to gather all our points and really, you know, make yeah. sure we present yeah. everything. Um, yeah, and then you'll finally admit it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> let me know when you're ready. All right. Yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Fuck. Uh, so Arizona hoops is in deep shit. They should have been a long time ago. I don't really know what's happening here. Go go ahead, I guess. Uh, yeah, I you know I don't know why this has taken so long, and it's still ongoing. We're not there yet. There are a bunch of the the NCAA put forth a bunch of official like a I forget what they call it like a note letter of notice or okay. something a phrase like that. Um, you've been served, you know, <laughs> something like that. But uh. There are a bunch of allegations that they're investigating. Five are level one. Level one is is the worst one. So uh, yeah, what does that entail? What does level one mean, really? It means that that's you were doing this seriously. Like, this is you this paid guys a lot of money type. This thing, isn't or? you you texted a recruit. Oh uh, okay. Three times instead of two. So times. it is a recruiting thing. Like all this is still a recruiting y- thing. It's yeah. not like it's not like. Well, I guess Patino taking his players to whorehouses is still a recruiting thing, I but don't really see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just good, clean fun out clean, there in Kentucky. Sure, sure. Yeah, those Kentucky hoes. Are... <laughs> God, at least take him to another state. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it could mean. But Arizona's still they're standing by their man. You know, Sean. Yeah, Mr. Sean Miller. Yeah, I. I, I it's. Bizarre. Bizarre. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, if I were the, those players, I'd be transferring now because this is going to be another example where the players who are going to get punished, meaning they're going to miss, you know, there, there will be a tournament ban. I guarantee you, they're going to be out of postseason play for at least a year. You'll see Sean Miller get get banned for a half season, probably not even a whole season. I don't get why they don't ban those guys. Forever. Yeah, I know. Forever. Yeah, when you're caught on tape. I mean, there was an HBO documentary about this dude six months ago, and yeah. they're just now saying, "Oh, wait, we're investigating." Like an intern was like, "You guys ever see that documentary?" <laughs> they just had no clue. They just had no idea <laughs> yeah. about this doc. Yeah, what yeah. is this documentary? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, I've been sitting here in, in COVID restrictions for six months, and I, well, what is this? This is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, uh, here are some allegations. Um, yeah, not great. But 
to me, the thing that sucks is the guys that are going to get punished for this weren't even on the damn team when yeah. all this happened. Although maybe they got some bags from it. I don't know. But, uh, but you know, so they got to let those guys, this is one of the reasons why you need to let players transfer a little bit easier because you shouldn't pay a penalty for what somebody else did. They should at least have some sort of exception or like application for exception, like a uh, unusual circumstance or something. At the very least. Like there, there should be at the, yeah, at the very, well, really they should just make it easier to transfer. But uh, at the very least, there's got to be like, hey, my coach completely like pile drived my program. Yeah. Like, let me move. That that should, that should be no question there. Uh, But of course they're going to, you know, Sean Miller's still going to be making money at Arizona. Well, you know what? The players won't be able to play in the tournament and whatever. Since this shit has gone down, this dude has made $10 million. Fuck. So he's going to be just fine. He's going to be okay. Even, so Even if they fire him today. He's I, made ten million dollars since these allegations started coming out. I don't, you know, I don't like pocket watching or whatever. And I, I, like a lot of the time, I don't like the idea of completely telling a guy he has no career anymore. But yeah. when it has directly to do with cheating in that career, yeah, and it's not like it's not like this is a scout that's making forty five thousand dollars a year or something like. This is a, this is one of the highest paid public employees of Arizona, yeah, and yeah. Uh, probably top three, like yeah, maybe I top don't know two. what Herm Edwards and yeah. Kevin Sumlin are making, but yeah. he's right there with them. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, so I don't feel bad if this guy has to fuck off to Greece for the rest of his life and yeah. and live in fucking beautiful Santorini and coach a shitty basketball team <laughs> with players that don't speak his language. I don't care if he has to do that. Now here's the thing, you know. He didn't even. He cheated like that. He's given DeAndre Ayton bags. Is yeah. that his name, right? DeAndre yeah, Ayton. Ayton. G- given him a bag, and he still can't get to a Final Four. I so know. If you're, you know, you can. If you're gonna cheat and win, I can live with that. If you're yeah. gonna be honest and lose, I can live with that. But you can't. You cannot cheat and lose. That's you unacceptable. Like, you like. Che- you cheated. Like, the whole way it's bad. You, you cheated, which caused other teams particularly in the pac 12 to to suffer you are wrapping all these players up whether they have to have received money or not you're wrapping all these players up in it um and and then you you don't even succeed for your fans and and now your fans are fucked over because they're gonna they're gonna have to hear about us talking about it and and other people on twitter laughing about like it just the whole way it's just yeah. bad nothing good nothing good comes of this um although it would be so if they had won a national championship it'd be so much of a bigger story true yeah imagine if the astros had had never made it out of the the you know the division round or the, probably the same know. thing would have happened yeah. because rob manfred didn't do jack shit <laughs> that's a good he point. got massively booed last night when he yeah. was handing the trophy over and it looked like he was going to cry. I don't know if he realizes that people hate him. I don't uh, know if he knows. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if he actually it. knows, but, but if the Astros, it wouldn't be as big a story. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. If, if they had flamed out, you know, yeah. it wouldn't, it, if they disappointed in, in the playoffs, it wouldn't be as big of a story. For sure. It's a bigger story. Cause they have, they have rings and trophies. Has Aaron Gordon directly been linked 
to this because I don't know. Even when he was there, I was like, "This is sus." Yeah, and, and like yeah. there hadn't been all these huge stories, and I was I was pretty young at the time, and I was like, "Why did he come from Florida right. to play at Arizona?" Who yeah. at the time they weren't were they a power they weren't they've been a power for a long time, but they were a little bit down when he came, and then he just completely turned them around. Yeah, for however long he was there, and yeah, I, I was like at the time I was like. This is weird, yeah. but, uh, you know, who knows? Um, by the way, Aaron Gordon's got to get out of Orlando, man. I feel like he's a decent player. He just needs to he needs to get out of there. I hope maybe the Lakers, maybe Lakers trade for him. Okay, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we just want four good teams in the NBA in every other city to fucking I, I would their not, lives. For the record, I would not want the Lakers <laughs> to trade for Aaron Gordon. I would not. I don't want – I am fine – with the amount of superstars on each team there is right now, uh, yeah, we don't need. I mean, Aaron Gordon's not a superstar, but I think when he's if he was playing alongside them, it would. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's that's basketball talk. Moving moving towards kind of more baseball stuff that we definitely should have talked about when we talked about the World Series, but that's my fault. Uh, J.P. Crawford and Evan White. The two young boys, Gold Glove finalists. You know, I forgot to look and see if they announced who the actual winners were. Me too. I just saw that they were finalists on Twitter. I don't really care. I don't ever look at these awards, yeah. really. Yeah. I I find it interesting who the Gold Glove teams are. I don't know if... I don't... They, I probably would have heard if they had announced yeah. it. Maybe that comes out after the World Series, which is weird. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I don't... Honestly... I, Winners named on November third. Okay, so yep, so election day. All right. Oh wow, <laughs> that, that won't get buried. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Fuck. <laughs> Evan White wins his first gold glove. <laughs> Nobody's gonna. Give I'm, a I'm gonna shit. be tweeting about the gold glove, oh, and God. Twitter's gonna be lit on fly, lit on fire oh. either way. Wow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Great, but I want a gold glove. Maybe you should bat one handed. There must be something yeah. wrong with the other hand that's yeah. on the bat. <laughs> yeah. So that that's so really be, cool. Yeah, it's good. I mean, hey. Great, um, you know, find some hitters though. Mm-hmm. I'm su- I'm surprised that they were they got that recognition, you know. Yeah, White. I mean, White didn't surprise me. Just yeah, okay, because yeah, everybody's White. been talking about him forever. Yeah. Um, and Crawford has some real flashy good plays. Crawford I guess. has flashed, but I hadn't heard him mentioned as one of the top shortstops. I, I was game. surprised. I didn't. Well, I didn't even know until I saw it in the notes. I just saw the Evan White thing, and I right. was like, "Yeah, it makes sense." Yeah, I'm surprised about Crawford, but that is cool. You know, especially considering we're not a great team right now. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's cool to see that recognition. I feel like baseball's better about that than especially basketball. Is uh, they'll they'll recognize they're great players even if they're on shitty teams like mike trout hasn't yeah. lost hype because he never made the playoffs right. really unless True. you're a dumbass but <laughs> yeah. um yeah so that, that that's cool um so kind of going back to game four it was with one of the craziest craziest things to ever happen in a baseball game let alone a world series game um and a very important world series game at that but you pose the question here, does baseball have the most memorable moments? Yeah. And I I would say yes. And the reason I think I think it's because of the lull. It's the lull of the game, you know? Right. It's it's the calmness. And then when something crazy happens, it's it's like really crazy and I feel like errors in baseball are the most Ugh. like 
brutal thing to watch. It's yeah. so it more so than an air ball, more so than a bad pass. Just a ball going under a glove yeah. or a guy throwing a sailing a ball. <laughs> it just looks terrible. Yeah. So, the, I mean, there's those memorable moments. And then there's the home runs. And those – when a player makes a three-pointer at the buzzer, how many three-pointers were made that game? Yeah. It, you know? There's not a it, – yeah, it's not a special shot usually unless mm-hmm. they're falling out of bounds or, you know, it's way outside or something like that. Or Home runs are – yeah, home runs are always special. Yeah. So there's yeah. that too. And I mean, you can make the argument for a walk-off hit too, but but walk, we're not even talking about walk-off hits really. It's more like specific big moments. And when you think about the NBA, the big moments are the big shots. And you know, you'll have the odd the odd J.R. Smith getting the offensive rebound and taking the ball out when the game's tied, not knowing that they weren't up. Uh, and and losing game one because of that is the right. famous LeBron meme. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's there's those moments, but for the most part, the big moments are the big shots. Baseball, the big moments are the big fuck ups for yeah. like a lot of it, or the dramatic home runs. But yeah, often, yeah. Often it's the big fuck ups. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, home runs are rare. Three pointers aren't. So. so what's your? This is a, a little off topic. What's your favorite? Like if you were trick or treating, what's your favorite candy in the bag? This is, this is, stay with me. Just weird... bear, bear with me. Okay. Bear with me. Okay. Um, Doesn't I mean you don't have to think too long? Like Twix. One, Twix. 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 You love the okay. I love Twix. Right. I lo- especially as a kid, that was my Damn shit. Good. I would have gone with the Reese's peanut butter cup. But I know whatever. you would have. I know whatever. you. <laughs> um, I like it all though. Yeah. I like the Butterfinger. Yeah, I love it all. But anyway, so you know if you've been eating. Help, you know, pretty healthy. Mm. And I hand you a Twix bar. That that motherfucker is good. Oh yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, candygasm. Yeah. Um, but if you've trick or treated and you're just housing through it. that, yeah, yeah, you are just draining that thing. Um, you know, on like your ninth Twix bar, doesn't taste it. Doesn't taste all that great. It's not as special. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some of that. So if you watch an NBA game, like there's a great play, but the ball, the ball is moving. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you don't have time, a whole bunch of time to just savor that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like that Twix bar that, you know, when you haven't had anything, you're like, Oh my damn, I've been waiting. (laughs) It was hard to wait, but God damn, this is good. I think baseball offers that. And for some people that means the game moves too slow, but you know, a dramatic home run, for example, I'll stick with the positive side of, of the dramatics, but you know, there's the, I mean, catcher throws it back to the pitcher, pitcher looks at the, if there's runners on, looks mm-hmm. at the runner, you know, go through the signs and the, and there's so much, there's so much drama. There's anticipation before yeah. and you have time to savor and it. You're after. just sitting there and you're, if you really care about the outcome of the game, you're on pins and needles Yeah, and you know, this next pitch, like it could be nothing. It could be. The, the game winner, the game loser. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's so many things that can happen. Yeah. And even if it is nothing, it still means something, you know, yeah. a foul yeah. ball, a foul ball brings it to a two strike count. And now the whole situation on the, the dynamic on the, on the mound is different, you know, or if it already is two strikes, another foul ball, you're getting yeah. in the pitcher's head. What do I throw next? You know, a ball now 
the pitcher's got to throw a strike. You know, like even when quote unquote nothing happens, there are things happening and that just causes you, like you said, more and more of the pins and needles. The yeah, more nothing pitch, happens. Each yeah. pitch, you're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Foul ball. All right. Mm-hmm. We're still alive here. So, and, you know, we had the debate earlier, like, what's the bigger play in, in Seattle sports history? Is it is it the tip or or is it Edgar's double? Mm-hmm. And the, the tip, in the end, meant more because it put you in, in the Super Bowl. But I've never felt the you know just the drama like i felt in you know leading up to edgar's double and mm-hmm. before and after and i still like I, i've heard that call a hundred times me too yeah and i still get a, a tear in my eye every I get time goosebumps. i get goosebumps yeah it's, it's crazy i so obviously i i saw the tip live yeah. i i was not alive for the double yeah um when i when i watch the tip i get that feeling but I still even get it more so when I watch the double, and I wasn't, uh, you know, it, it, yeah. it shouldn't. I mean, it, it has a lot of significance for me, but I wasn't even alive to see it, hear it, anything. So right. the fact that it creates that for me just kind of, I feel like, goes to show. And and I I like watching football more than baseball too. I would say I'm a bigger Seahawks fan than I mean I I can't really say I'm a bigger Seahawks fan than a Mariners fan, but you know what I mean. I. Yeah, I that moment is more pers way more personal to me the tip, but the the call and especially with Niehaus, yeah, you know, that's it, part of it. it too, it's part sure. of it. Um, but yeah, just the double seeing you know seeing Griffey around third and the smile and stuff. It it just creates like there's so many whole, things. It's it's there's an aura behind big baseball moments. There's so many things you know in that in that sequence you know the run how the runners get on mm-hmm. the pitch oh he's swinging what's gonna happen oh he hit it where's it going yeah you know you go oh i think it's gonna get down okay mm-hmm. you know Fair we're gonna foul. tie the game yeah okay uh, you know and then you watch griffey chugging around the bases so you don't know how that's gonna end yeah. so there's just so much with that play like it's only you know i, I don't know i i think baseball is not my favorite game to watch but like think about the all the dramatic moments that you can name in baseball versus the ones you can name in basketball. Yeah, basketball like I said it's just or football for that. Or matter. yeah, basketball yeah. it's just oh um Kobe hit a buzzer beater against the Suns after he stole after Steve or Steve Blake stole the inbound. Like you can just do that uh you can, you know, Tim Duncan uh hitting a game winner off the glass, Tracy McGrady scoring however many points 13 and 33 i'm pretty sure it was you got those but baseball it's like also it's really unique so the how many times have you heard about those plays versus reggie jackson you know yeah kirk gibson yeah like even you those those things happen you know 30 plus 40 plus years ago yeah you still hear about those and you hear about them probably more often than the plays that you just referenced Mm -hmm. that i can't even visualize at all yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah but yeah and you know the the i guess so the the way the the rays game four play happened was a lot different than what happened in the mariners game but just the whole play at the plate thing was the same yeah and I think play at the plate is probably the most exciting. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Exciting thing in all sports. And just, just the way it happened, like this will be a play, even though the Dodgers won, 
this the whole series. This like that'll be a play I remember for the rest of my life. I, I saw. I remember. Okay, I do remember AD hitting the uh, buzzer beater in the in the Mamba jerseys in the playoffs this year. Yeah. I know for a fact there was another buzzer beater, but I can't picture it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah. for a fact there was another buzzer beater yeah. that I watched live. Um, I don't remember it. I don't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Yeah. So I think it's, you know, the, I guess that's one of the benefits of a slow moving game is you just have more time to digest it and take it all in and, yeah. and build your stress level. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's just a lot to it. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, even though baseball is down, um, I, I think, you know, just those, those dramatic moments are, are tough to beat. So, mm-hmm. but I, again, I, you know, I it, for me it usually has to be the World Series or my team. And yeah, my me team too. Has not provided me with a lot. So. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, future's looking for bright. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it the right. We're we ha- we're using the right method. Yeah. Do, have we found the right guys? That'll be the question. Yep, for sure. Um, all right. Finally, moving on to some NFL news. You know, Monday we were kind of doom and gloom because the Seahawks. Suffered their first loss. Yeah. But today the Seahawks got better. They did. Seahawks got better today. Traded B.J. Finney in a seventh for a guy that got nine sacks last year in Carlos Dunlap. He has 82 and a half sacks in his career. Yeah. Um, Not young, but he's 31. He's he's not not over the hill. 31. And so he he has one sack this year, which is already great for us. (laughs) It's uh, a team leader. Yeah, team leader. Um, so, I mean, I'll just read off his last four years. He got nine, eight, seven and a half, eight, and the year before that was 13 and a half. So, yeah, um, he wanted out of Cincinnati, tweeted a listing for his home direct <laughs> like five minutes after they lost on Sunday. So, um, you know, glad he could get himself out of there, and yeah. especially glad he came to Seattle. And, the, the you know, I am totally fine with what we sent. Totally oh yeah, fine. I mean, we've had we've had BJ Finney is a, a backup guard. We've had backup guards play this season because guys have been banged up. BJ Finney hasn't seen the field, so mm-hmm. he's not even on the radar. He's like the last guy on the roster, basically. Mm-hmm. He also, you know, did not have a small contract. I think it was two years, nine million. So, um, you know, they they get out from un, from under that. That's a, a cap number that that's going to help them. So yeah. Um, you know, yeah, great trade. I was bummed when I heard that, uh, uh, Everson Griffin had been traded to, I forget where he went now. Uh, the Lions. The Lions, he, that's he, right. He wanted to go to the Lions. Okay. <laughs> he is happy to go to the Lions. I don't think I want a guy that wanted to go to the Lions. Like, that's I don't, not my kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Man, just, that just, by the way, just real quick mention, Cowboys are a fucking dumpster fire oh officially. Yeah. It's official. They they just dealt out uh, Everson Griffin, who they, they just signed. They are a signed. mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. Who said that? That's a quote. It is. I don't, yeah. It yeah. Is. Um, I stole that. I forget. That's I don't from, know. I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. No. Um, so just, you know, I, I like you said, I was, after that, I was like, damn it. Because we're running out of guys. Yeah. Like we we yeah. needed a guy. Yeah, we do. We really Mostly do. Mostly for my mental health mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you look at our – if you look at the Seahawks' defense, you know, um, you know, you could argue that the secondary has struggled a bit, although PFF, they're they're not too bad. The linebackers have been, have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
despite some injuries. Um, but I'll tell you what, do you know, do you know how you make a cornerback better? Don't let the quarterback throw. Yeah. Or make don't him throw him really have, fast. Yeah. Don't let him have all day long. Yeah. Don't, you know, you, in the, in the Arizona game, don't let him have 50 dropbacks without, without getting touched. Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's nuts without even getting rushed it's nuts. other than one time. So, you know, I will say, I don't know what this guy's going to do, but he adds, adds something and mm-hmm. he cannot possibly be worse than what's, <laughs> than what, than what's starting out. Seriously. There now. So yeah. He won't play this week, but he'll be, I'm sure they'll get him in the game next week. Yep. Um, all right. And then, also, just someone to look at uh, that I would like to is Quinn and Williams. That would be pretty dope. I mean, I feel like that's yeah. kind of... I feel like he's kind of a bust. He could be. I don't know. He was the third overall pick a couple of years ago. He's mm. still young. Hasn't done a whole lot. He's... I think he's like a Michael Bennett kind of player. Right. So he's a bigger DM that moves inside. Yeah. I mean, with the amount we gave up for Dunlap, yeah. we still... We have room to, to give up yeah. more for another guy. I think, to me... You know the the Jamal Adams trade was an all, we're going all in kind of a deal. Yeah. Like we we you know our next two years we we expect to you know we're gonna do everything we can to win a Super Bowl. Yet they've not gone all in in some other regards. So, yeah. You know let's yeah find find another guy if you can. Well let, let's talk about the Jamal Adams trade because another question you you posed in the notes is potentially. Instead of uh, giving the first rounders for Jamal, you keep those and trade a second for Yannick. Y- Yannick, Yannick. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want to do that. I like where we're at. I like okay. Jamal Adams. Yeah. I think it's worth it. I think it's easy to say because he hasn't played and is you know he had one game that wasn't real great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, the starting secondary. We've played six games now. They've uh, they've been together for seventy seven snaps, which is about the equivalent of one game. Mm-hmm. So um, I I still think the secondary is going to be solid um, if they can have some reasonable health there. Uh, you know, if you can keep uh, Trey off the field a little bit more, yeah, that would that real. would help. Um, so I, I think they're going to be good. I think our linebackers are, are really strong. If, if the pass rush can just get a little like like make a guy sweat. Yeah, just a couple times just, a game. Yeah, just like make the guy pay attention to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just make him, make him have, <laughs> make, force him to at least consider the possibility that he's gonna get rushed on any given play. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. So I, I think this obviously help a lot, and then also Jamal coming back. That's huge. With, with the combination of Dunlap and, and Jamal, uh, getting getting the pass rushes in there will, I think, hopefully help us a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking on Trey Flowers, when he's on the field, they should just rush Jamal Adams because that motherfucker plays safety anyway. <laughs> I mean, he just. Well, he was a safety in college. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe they should try moving plays, him back there. I don't plays know. Plays 12 yards off the goddamn DeAndre Hopkins uh, when he's guarding him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so. Another thing to, about Yannick is, like, the Vikings traded him, like, right away to Baltimore, which. That's, That's because also, they're 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 giving up. Given you think up. Yannick has nothing to do with Yannick? It has everything to do I, with the I Vikings? Think it's the Vikings, like let's okay this okay we we traded him because we thought we were going to compete. We're not going to yeah. compete. Let's get our draft pick back. And the other thing is Yannick. So Yannick is from, I believe, uh, Maryland or DC or that area. Okay. And he was really excited to go to Baltimore. He said that's where he always wanted to go, which 
you know, players. It's a great organization. Yeah, who, and, who wouldn't want to go there? Right, yeah. and and players will say that, but that also makes me wonder. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> uh, that that does make me wonder. You know, how would he have liked the prospect of going to Seattle? I mean, everyone likes it here. It seems well, like I think he was tweeting about it a little bit. There were true. Hints from yeah, him. true. So yeah. So you know, um, but you know, either what? way, he's off the table. So. He is. Yeah. So I heard worry about some him. some people talking about JJ Watt. I know, dude. But I just don't see it. It like how much would we have to give well, up? First man? of all, Bill O'Brien's gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's no fleecing him quite like that anymore. He's also, to me. So if I'm Houston, he's a guy that I keep. Yeah. Unless he's really demanding a trade. Yeah. He's the face of your franchise. He's very connected to the area. He sells all the jerseys and tickets. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's he was, it. you know, was big during the the floods and all that. Yeah. Like that, they, they love him. Yeah. So I, if I were them, I I think they would demand a ridiculous amount, and we we don't Seahawks don't have a ridiculous amount no. to give up. We already anymore. gave up a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So I all, so. I think that's pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Hey, I call, make the call. Yeah. John, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet John's already made the call. Yeah. He, he always does, but you can't. That's one that even if they wanted to, I don't think they have the resources to to pull that off. Yeah. So, but yeah, speaking of uh. Kind of going back. Speaking of Baltimore, Des Bryant signed to the yeah. practice squad. He's been he's been running routes on Instagram for the last few years, so you know. I uh, he he doesn't you know I mean he looks he looks still they pretty quick. Should have signed Amari Am- Am- Stoudemire. <laughs> I bet he could run some good routes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Post I mean, guys it, up down you know, the field. It yeah. is something to monitor because it's not like he was bad when he's you know. He it, wasn't very good his last couple of years. Like if you look at his stats, yeah. he was down. And he was down. I think he was dealing with some, and then he got injured in in uh, New Orleans. People just completely forget that he was in New Orleans for a little, for a sec. I don't even remember that. Yeah, at all. he just, he yeah. got injured before he got to play a game for him. Uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but seeing him in just like a New Orleans practice jersey is weird. Even, yeah. but uh, yeah, you can't get separation. I mean, you could. You could use him as a jump ball guy here and there. Yeah, and you know, you know the thing is, the thing is, we do have to realize where he's going. It's Baltimore. Yeah. It's it's John Harbaugh. It's an offense that seemingly revolutionized uh, the idea of what a quarterback can do. And yep. you know, obviously Lamar Jackson is a huge part of that with just how insane he is. But um, we're not we're not sending him to a bunch of scrubs here. You know, like the, the, they'll find. They'll find something for him that will help them. And whether that is a role that sees him on the field a good amount, a good chunk of plays, I don't know. But I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him score a couple touchdowns this year. Yeah, he probably we'll that. he probably will. Um, yeah, practice squad right now too, by the way. Yeah, so we'll so see. They can ramp him up and yeah, they could cut him if, if he doesn't have it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, you know, jump jump ball in the end zone, a couple slant routes on third down. Yeah. You know. Um, so he could be of use to them in, in some regard, but I don't think he's going to – don't pick him up on your fantasy team. No. Let, me, let me just put it that way. not going to do that. Wasn't yeah. planning on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I guess kind of uh, – so by the way, Chris Carson's week-to-week with the foot injury. Yeah. Who knows what that means. We'll just move right on from that. So, yeah, he's definitely out this week. We know yeah. that. Yeah. So with Dante Pettis being on the trade block um, – you know, we we have Philip Dorsett. Is he what what is up I with him? Know. Is he going to come back? And hopefully, at this point, it doesn't seem like Josh Gordon's coming back this season. But you know, hopefully someday. Uh, yeah. 
And so, like, would you be interested in, in bringing Pettis? I don't think right home? now. I don't think he's the right. Yeah. You're I, not looking for. I mean, he, he's. You got to view him as more of a project now. So to me, he's more of a guy that goes to a rebuilding Dolphins. team. Dolphins. Yeah. Good fit for the Dolphins or something. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, it's not, it's not right for the Seahawks. I still think he could be pretty legit. I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened because he, like he had some moments in his rookie year and yeah. then he just completely disappeared. And I know the 49ers have some other guys. They're pretty deep, but, but still, it just seems the odd. The fact that they've drafted Ayuk too, that just shows like they don't, it seems not like Shanahan hates him. And I don't know, maybe he's earned that. Maybe he's, I don't know. I don't, I can't tell you. Yeah. Who knows? Um, it seems like Shanahan just flat out doesn't like him for whatever reason. Um, I thought it was weird that even during his rookie year, this this guy set the NCAA record for for touchdown returns on punt. See, punt that's returns. the thing is like you know maybe even as just a special teamer. I, how are you not having that guy return punts? Yeah, I, yeah. It's very strange. So I I don't know the details. I don't know. But uh, no, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't trade for him if I were the Seahawks. And I don't, you know, the, you don't see a whole lot of interdivision trades anyway. It's but, like what, like what are we really gonna give up for Dante Pettis? Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I hope I hope he goes somewhere else so he hopefully gets a chance to resurrect yeah, his career. Yeah. Because I do. I think he can. He can be serviceable. That sure seems seems like it. He demonstrated it already mm-hmm. in his rookie year, and then yeah. just wiped off the face of the earth. I don't know, but. Yeah. Hopefully he gets another shot somewhere. Speaking of some UW stuff, we got a QB competition. Oh my God! Yeah, Mr. Sermon. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, just gonna not. Yeah, let's not talk too much about him. Okay. Okay. Sermon. Um. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you. So I, the reporters got to see some of the quarterbacks in action during the open session. You want to? Oh, know what, okay. Yeah, you want to? They they got to see. Huh. So the reporters right now are get they get like twenty minutes on Friday to watch. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a lot of the reporters get to watch the Seahawks. They get to watch them like before they stretch. Like they don't. You know, the Seahawks don't even want to reveal their stretching routine, I swear. But anyway, so I'm exaggerating a little bit there. But this is what the reporters got to see. They got to see there are seven seven quarterbacks on the UW roster. What? Um, Really? Is that normal? A couple of them are walk-ons. Is that Uh, normal? Is that a normal thing? Somewhat. You usually have have four or five scholarship guys and a couple walk-ons. Okay. Um. So they got the reporters got to see six of those seven quarterbacks take a snap at the same time from six different centers. <laughs> hey, well, we know that number seven is not going to be playing this year. That's what we know. Whoever that number seven is, that's right out. out. Yeah, yeah, write him scratch off. Him. So I've, we've, he's been eliminated. Six man QV competition. Love to see it. He's been voted out by yeah. his by his. Yeah, he was the weakest link. He's the weakest link. <laughs> um, so uh, he didn't get a rose, whatever. Yeah, you want yeah. To call it. Yeah, but uh, so um. They put out his flame. They show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many reality shows. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, 
They show, or sorry, You've they been showed a video. From the doghouse. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> they showed a video of uh, Asa Turner, who's a safety, picking mm-hmm. off three different quarterbacks. So okay, that's not very that's, encouraging. Yeah. All at the same play on that on that six man <laughs> snap. He picked them all off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just shoo, shoo, shoo. It's like a drill. Yeah. <laughs> combine NFL combine drill. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it looks like. What I'm hearing is, you know, so oh, now I'm blanking on his name. The twenty, the, the like thirty-five year old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteenth yeah. year guy. That yeah. They have. No, I don't remember his name. I'll Kevin look it up. something. Yeah. Te- Kevin Thompson. Kevin, Kevin Thompson. Thompson. There we go. I've felt all along. So that guy walked away from a starting job mm-hmm. to come play it. You know, to come, be, you know, be at UW. To me, I don't think he makes that move unless the coaches said. We think you know you've got you got a really good chance to start for us. Mm-hmm. He didn't come there to be the backup, so that that's always been a signal for me. Um, but it sounds like he he's probably the front runner along with uh, Dylan Morris, who's a a, a red shirt uh, sophomore freshman. I can't remember. Yeah, um, Sermon may be uh, the odd man out, and he is odd. Very odd. Um, <laughs> So did I say Peter Sermon? Jacob Sermon? There's Jacob, a Peter he said, Sermon. He said, J- he said Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Peter's his brother, right? Or is that I don't know. the linebacker? There's I, another. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, there is. There's this coach, too, with that. Just yeah. like his uncle or whatever. But anyway, so it sounds like those two. But to me, I really think the plan all along has been Thompson gets you through this year, although now he could play two more years. He could play his eighth year mm-hmm. of college football because this season doesn't count toward your eligibility. And then you got uh, Sam Heward coming in uh, probably to take the job next year as a true freshman. I think that's kind of the plan. I like to see that a younger guy is getting getting the QB job hopefully soon. And you got Ethan Garbers, too, who's a very talented uh, – he's a, a true freshman this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I, – I you know, I, I think the recipe for – a UW team getting to a college football playoff is to have probably a quarterback that's very dominant. And I think the best chance of that is having at least a two or three year starter. Right. So, um, I don't think like, I don't see a, a UW team or really any PAC 12 team getting to the, <clears throat> getting to the, the, the dance unless there's there, obviously they have the record for it. They have some big wins, but I also think it's going to take, a star quarterback yeah like i think there's got to be some hype somewhere yep there's got to be a reason that people want to see them play yeah i got so. oh i should turn turn this on to watch this quarterback play yeah yeah which was jake browning when we made it yeah it was it was so it was it didn't go as great after didn't that out. But, yeah it's weird to, it's year, weird to say that now but yeah, yeah but he, that year he was he was Heisman, Heisman candidate yeah i mean yeah yeah so yeah i mean other than that uh i mean i guess calls for oh baby the howard schultz clown of the week (laughs) um today i'm gonna go first today this is the first self clown of the week oh i broke my fucking tv this morning Uh. that's why we couldn't show anything on screen Broke my TV. You are was, the clown of the week. I'm the clown of the week. I was moving my the podcast setup to where it's supposed to be, and uh, we have we have this one right here, but that is it's not 
it, it's not it. It, it yeah. can't. It won't work yeah. for what we need here. It, I am the clown of the week. <laughs> I heard. I heard the crash. And I walk over. I'm like, "Hey, you, you okay?" And I didn't hear a, a sound. I'm like, "Well, either he's fine or he's dead. <laughs> either way, there's nothing I can do." Guess about we'll it. find <laughs> out when. Yeah, when the when his room starts smelling really bad. I guess we'll find out. Uh, yeah. So I am the clown of the week. Uh, Along I'm with. Sorry, man. No, that's uh, fine. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna go with Kevin Cash, mm-hmm. the, the manager of the Rays, and you know this is one of those things where you never know. I mean, maybe 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 they would have lost by more runs, mm-hmm. you know. But he, you have a former Cy Young Award winner who's in the very prime of his career, getting pulled at 73 pitches. He had allowed one ba- or sorry, he allowed two hits in that inning. He, there was only one guy on, so it's not like it's. This isn't like a he gets hit, hit yeah, gives up three straight hits or is walking guys. He gives mm-hmm. up one hit. He hung a slider a little bit, you know. To me, I'm sorry, but you know, hey, if if Joe Torre had pulled Roger Clemens in in 2000 or 2001, maybe the Mariners win a game, you know. Yeah, and the crazy thing about this is he brings in a guy that's given up runs in six straight postseason appearances. <sighs> and brings him in for like like you said ace in his prime yeah coming off of Cy Young like what what the hell you know and his name's what? Nick Anderson that's not a great no playoff not name. a good not a good playoff <laughs> not a good clutch name at all uh look up Nick Anderson free throws if you don't know what we're talking about because he he ended up he was a shitty player after that yeah, night yeah, so yeah yeah and also what's what's weird is no one blames you if you leave Blake Snell in there and he gives up no, a hit no not or in or that situation no one blames you yeah so, now if he walks a guy after that or gives up another hit okay yeah I'm, I'm with you on that but like you know even just from a self-preservation standpoint yeah. why why aren't you keeping well, him these, in these guys you know and you know I you're bigger on analytics than I am mm-hmm. I believe they have a place. I want to be aware of them. I think there's too much of it in baseball. I will say that. There's I mean, too much. what the hell is this guy for? Like, yeah. if, if get, hire a fucking accountant or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. What's your Uncle Pat up to right now? <laughs> send, send his ass out there. Yeah. If, if all we need is a guy who can read a goddamn spreadsheet and this guy's hitting, you know, this against this guy. God, you this sound old as fuck right now. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Like, but what do you, like, what... What is he? What is that guy for? In this instance, I 100% agree. It's your it like just just like just take your eyes off the off the screen or the paper yeah. and just look at the field and see what's happening. You're understand the moment. Yeah, your your ace is pitching a shutout. He's a top five, probably top five pitcher in the league starter at least, and yeah. he's he's dominating currently tonight. After 73 pitches, we're not talking about 100 pitches. No. 73 pitches 73 yeah and what are you saving him for nine strikeouts what are you saving him for there's not enough time there wouldn't already wouldn't be enough time to save him for a game seven yeah what do you like and he obviously blake snell was fucking pissed about it too oh yeah he didn't want to come out he just yeah fucking a i I think that's what he said but yeah obviously he's pissed like he's he's your ace yeah if i was out there man i would like i would let the manager hear it i'm surprised that he was so calm handing the ball over. Like I would have just shoved it in his chest and thrown my glove. Like, yeah. like that's ridiculous. And then the next, just like the next pitch. I don't know if it was the next pitch, the next hitter. It's well, yeah. it's Mookie coming up. So that's, that, that is the one thing that's, that's, yeah, that's the argument the by order, the way. So. That's so that's, that's what the analytic, this is what the analytics were saying. 
you don't the more a hitter faces a pitcher throughout a game, yeah. the the better their average is against that pitcher without fail. It just yeah. happens cuz they see more pitches. You have the top of the order coming up, so you don't ideally you don't want Mookie Betts facing a pitcher 3 times because chances are he'll get the best of him in one of those 3. But the difference is you have Mookie Betts is one of the best hitters in the league. Blake Snell's one of the best pitchers in the league. Yeah. And he's shoving tonight. Yeah. And so, th- th- this is not your number three starter. If it's your number two or three starter, even yeah. if it's a, you know, class B number one starter. Yeah. I get, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Or maybe the guy hasn't been super sharp, mm-hmm. you know, but he was dominant. Nine strikeouts. He threw seventy three pitches and got nine strikeouts. And what is seventy three through five and a third? Five and a third. Yeah. I mean that's that's good. Like One a, bad pitch gives up a hit. You know. And I I just hey again, certain situations. Yeah. I'm 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 with the analytics, but I don't know, man. If I'm going down, if I'm losing the World Series, it ain't gonna be with that move. It's you know, hey, if I leave my my ace in there too long, and that's how I get beat. Like, I can sleep at night with that one. I can't sleep at night putting in a fucking reliever who, I don't know. I mean, we're not talking about Mariano Rivera here. I don't yeah. know a whole lot about Nick Anderson, but I, I don't think I'd really heard his name before today. You know what I know? Yes, he's yesterday. given up, you know what I know? He's given up six. Yeah. He's given up runs in six straight postseason yeah. appearances. So you're not even going to a hot hand. It, yeah. Like, it's not, it's just, I don't. I don't understand. If you're going to do that, you better bring in your best reliever. Like I get I get it, but I don't understand yeah. it. <laughs> like it's it's just yeah, I don't know. I, I it's hard to tell if Kevin Cash is just so hardcore on analytics or if he just shit his pants, but you know what this also does? I, I don't know, you know, Blake Snell, it probably won't affect him. I feel like this removes confidence in your starting pitchers yeah. as a whole because you're sitting there on pins and needles. You're you're sitting there, you know, looking over your shoulder every time you throw a bad pitch, like, uh-oh, I've already faced this hitter twice, so now if I walk a guy, I'm getting pulled. And now he's, you know, now he gives up, now he throws a meatball or vice versa. You know, he gives up a hit, and he's looking over his shoulder like, oh, shit, I better not I better not leave one hanging again. So now he's walking guy. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like there is a psychological effect there that has not been explored. And it's, it's hard to really say, and obviously different people will get affected differently by that. But... When you got a guy that's out there rolling and he he feels like even when he's having his best night, you're still gonna not trust him. That removes confidence. Yeah. And 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 it removes um I guess just the 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 want to the will to really go all in and uh he wants to win just as bad, but it's like, you know, it you know, what am I working so hard for if the coach is just gonna pull me when it's the biggest moment? Right. And like that that's a, he won't consciously think that and just start eating chips and not lifting anymore. But <laughs> yeah. but you know, that that I feel like that there's a psychological effect, especially baseball yeah. being the most cerebral sport. Yeah. You yeah. know, other than apparently NASCAR, by the way. Uh NASCAR drivers have the highest IQ or race car I think in general race car drivers have the highest mm. IQ out of sports, any sports. Um Kind of funny because their fans have the lowest, um, <laughs> but baseball's second. The point is baseball is second. Yeah, the players have the second highest IQ out of. So it's like, you know, such a cerebral sport that yeah. messing with the guy's groove, messing with his head, even just a little bit, right, can lead to bad things. To me, the only way you do this, you know, the the Cubs did this when they won the World Series. You know, they they bring in uh, Chapman, right, mm-hmm. um, and brought. So to me, if you have if you have the most dominant closer 
in the game and you decide, okay, I got to get through the top of this inning or uh, through the top of this lineup, I could I could buy that. Like mm-hmm. if you brought in just an absolute steamroller um, to mow down, you know, their next four hitters or, you know, that, okay, maybe yeah. I can dance with you on that. But Nick Anderson, no. It's no. just not, there's no reason, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, I guess that's clown of the week. Um, yeah, me and Kevin Cash. I will say, <laughs> I will say, I only lost a few hundred bucks, and that guy lost a World Series. So yeah, I, you know, I, it sucks for me, but sucks for him more. <laughs> um, yes. All right, moving on. We got our lock of the week. Um, do you do you want to go first? For that? Sure. By the way, I got so I lost one a couple of weeks ago. I yes. got back on on the in the win column this week. So eight and one. I'm gonna toot my own horn. I'm eight and one. Hell yeah! So t- I believe I am. I believe I'm five and three. I went. I was like three and three, and or no, I was two and three, and I'm on a hot yeah, streak. Yeah, struggled early. Um, I was going too bold with yeah, my picks. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I I want the over 46 and a half on that. Ooh, interesting. Two good defenses, but also two good offenses. There's going to be some plays made in the game, I think. Yeah, that that makes sense. Big swings. That makes sense. Yeah. God damn, they're giving Philly seven and a half here, huh? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, usually, what I like to do is just pick a pick a spread I see and uh, go with go with the underdog to cover. Um, I'm not gonna. I almost want to pick the Jets to cover nine, 19 and a half, and it was at 21. At 21 oh, man. my God. Um, that is – have you ever seen a line bigger than that? In the NFL, I I don't remember. That, like Double when, digits is huge. When we NFL. play like Portland Tech, when UW plays like Portland Tech, yeah. that's the line. Like, yeah. like that's it's yeah. that's so insane. Um, you don't see that in the NFL because no. in theory they should be in the same league. No. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna go with a little bit of a bold pick here. Uh, oh a little my. less, a little less of a, um, you know, a take that is like, oh, the the Panthers, they're giving the the Panthers plus eight, so I'm gonna pick them. Now I'm gonna pick the Bills to cover against the Patriots minus three and a half. Mm, okay. I think the Patriots are kind of a mess right now, yeah. and I just don't think they can score enough points to cover there. Yeah. So I'm just. Yeah. Um, also, I don't I don't know what the over under is, but fucking give me the under there too honestly um yeah. it's you know it's a it's a pretty low number i november think I looked at that one november 1st in buffalo at t- at uh, i guess 1 1 p.m there and uh yeah so but my my real my lock of the week is is buffalo covering minus three and a half um yeah i need to start being more creative with my with my locks and just not picking teams to cover but yeah it um, yeah we should try to mix mix that up a little bit more i guess um so okay, so next we've got player of the week. Player of the so week. So I'm gonna go with, uh, you know that that bloodbath that that is the NFC East. Yep. Who's gonna emerge? <laughs> Who can win six games and claim that division? Um, so I'm gonna go with Carson Wentz to put up some wow, big numbers. Wow. Okay. So I'll say you know, you know, 300 yards and and. Three total touchdowns. One of them may be rushing, but that's so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hell him yeah. to have a big game. Now, 
My players of the week have not been as strong. As yeah, my watch and of the this week. this could this could be an ugly one this too. Really bad. <laughs> so don't pick him up on your fantasy team yeah. based on my advice. Yeah. Bet, yeah. bet your house and your children mm-hmm. on the over in the Pittsburgh Baltimore <laughs> game. Um, you know, bet the college fund, the kids' yeah. college fund. You'll be fine. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Just do that. Um, but don't pick up Carson once on your fantasy team, but he's, yeah, we'll, we'll go with him for player of the week. All right. I, I like that, honestly. Um, so my player of the week, uh, this is going to be a Homer pick. If he plays, it's going to be Jamal Adams. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think he's basically perfect to, for stopping the 49ers offense. I think he'll probably have a sack. I think you know I don't he doesn't get picks really but I think he'll kind of be all over the place like we've seen him before so I'm not necessarily saying he's going to like have this super insane crazy game that we remember forever but I think he's going to have a very very good game if he does not play my my pick this is kind of a, a you know a bitch pick but <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with Derrick Henry against the Bengals they just mm-hmm. traded away they just traded away <laughs> Carlos Dunlap so uh and and yeah. uh you know Geno Atkins doesn't want to be there seemingly either. So um, no one's and who on that defense is going to be like, yeah, I want to tackle Derrick Henry this week. No, you know, we're no. we're one five and one. We're we're playing for a lot right now. Right in yeah, in yeah. in maybe the best division in football other than the NFC West. So yeah, um, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. He's gonna bloody some guys. I don't think he'll be available in your fantasy league, but definitely play him if <laughs> you got him. him. You got <laughs> yeah, him, yeah. If you, you weren't if you weren't already, yeah. I don't know why you're playing fantasy. But um, yeah, so I, I mean, Jamal Adams if he plays, but also you know, put down put down in parentheses Derrick Henry. I just think that's. I mean, come on, you know, he's he's been the player of the week pretty much every week. So my perfect my perfect play in this game. This is like my dream scenario in this game. Mm-hmm. I want to see Jimmy G, try you know trying to trying to hit uh, Kittle on on a slant, mm-hmm. and you know he puts it a little bit behind, just a little bit on his the wrong shoulder, like he's prone to do. Yeah, and Jamal Adams just lights him up, just cracking his as spine as the ball gets yeah. there. Not literally um, cracking his spine. Not don't, literally. Don't root for don't, injuries. Don't root for don't root for injuries. I love um, great. I love George Kittle. Jars the ball loose just as it hits his 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 you know yeah hand, and then and then it gets picked off by whoever's there. Trey Flowers is Trey. my Trey, Trey Flowers, Flowers pick. pick. Is it gonna pick? It's gonna happen. Is it someday? gonna hit? My Trey Flowers pick. <laughs> the pick of my Trey Flowers pick is gonna hit someday. It will. Right. It'll hit someday. You know, I did say it was going to happen against the Dolphins in like week two or whatever, <laughs> but it's going to hit. It's, I'm just going to keep saying it's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, um, I guess I guess that kind of covers everything. Anything else? Oh, actually, we could just quickly, just very quickly run through some interesting notes about week seven. Um, okay. I already covered the Seahawks-Cardinals game. Um, <laughs> Lions coming back to beat the Falcons. Falcons uh. just... Falcons find new ways to lose every week. They're now one and six. I don't understand what is wrong with that franchise, but mess. Um, Browns, Browns, Bengals was a great, great game. Surprisingly, Uh, I think five go ahead touchdowns back and forth total, which is nearly a record and uh, great throw by Baker and great catch by Donovan Peoples Jones to, to end the game there. Um, Joe, you know, right after this game, that's when Carlos Dunlap was tweeting tweeting people to make offers for his house. Uh, what was he so pissed about anyway? I haven't. I don't think it that much to know. I 
I saw a tweet or a headline or something saying that him and Gino are not happy with their playing time, which is really weird because mm. they're their two of their best players on defense. Wow. But e- either they're not happy with that or they're just fed up with losing every fucking year. Yeah, so, that could be it. Um, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah, but um, and we got Steelers Titans was another great game. Titans were down like twenty seven to three or something and almost came back. Uh, Panthers covered. Let's go. There you go. Teddy Bridgewater covering, just a covering beast. <laughs> um, Jets were up 10-3 to 3 on the Bills. Bills came back. Cowboys are a fucking mess. Lost 25-3. to 3. Um, Andy Dalton's out. You got to Ben the- DiNucci, baby! Ooh. Ben DiNucci! Ben DiNucci. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember that fucking guy. <laughs> Great fucking guy. <laughs> uh, Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes only throws for 200 and two touchdowns, but... A pick six and a kick return uh, help them. They can win in every fucking way. It's yeah, just so unfair. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 43 to 16 against the shitty Broncos team. Niners, Patriots, Stidham in, Cam benched. I'm just going to uh, go ahead and say I was wrong about Cam, I guess. I, um, I do think that they, they are the lowest. Uh, they are by far the lowest team to pass early on, uh, pass on early downs. It seems like a lot of their pass plays come on third and long. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think Cam is in the best situation, but I, I will say I was wrong about about Cam being I don't think I said he was gonna be elite again. I thought he said I thought it I think I said he was gonna be like a, a very good quarterback. I, I was wrong. He looked awful. I'll just say I was week. wrong. And the the way he's throwing the ball looks weird too. So yeah. it didn't have the same zip as I thought it would coming back too. So yeah, I'm just gonna say I was wrong there. Uh, they just don't. It seems like they don't trust him to throw the ball a whole lot. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like okay, well, I guess we have to throw it now. Mm-hmm. They just don't trust him. So yeah, two shitty teams with two quarterbacks from the Pac-12 matching up. Justin Herbert gets the best of Gardner Minshew. Not really. Doesn't. I mean, Gardner Minshew still had a decent game. Fourteen for twenty-seven, one seventy-three, and two touchdowns. Not fantastic, but when the Jaguars put up twenty-nine points, they're happy. Yeah. Uh, but okay. Are we ready to say we're wrong about Justin Herbert? Yeah, I've all, I think I kind of said that last week. I mean, he, he, you know, he he looks fantastic. He really, he just looks great. So if he stays healthy, he looks great. Yeah, and can handle that. You know, the the next question was is can you handle an off season coming into next season as the guy? That's the thing. So we'll so see about that. But I'm, right now, he looks great. I'm gonna go ahead. I'll be. I'll be Skip Bayless here. I'll, <laughs> I'll buckle down and and say I don't think. And by the way, I don't I don't care how Oregon players do in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't care. I don't Whatever. We already talked about this. Don't care. So I'm not rooting for this kid to fail and not make a lot of money because I want everyone to get paid. Yeah. Too that that um. I'm gonna go ahead and buckle down and say when he. You know, I mean, keep in mind they're still two and four. He's been playing really well. I don't think he is going to be all that. I don't. I don't. Okay. I still don't think he's going to be. You know, I think he'll be. I think he'll be a solid starter, and he'll be in yeah. the league for a while. I think he'll be around for a while. I don't think any. I don't think you'll ever see people. Cons, you know, consensual. In a consensus. <laughs> in a consensus. How do you? Because consensually is not the same. No, that's not what we're that's looking not the for. Same. I always get that. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, Consens- uh, I, don't, I don't think you'll ever see a consensus, consensus that, that he's, he's yeah. elite. I don't think, yeah. you know, maybe there will be the, the people that said Joe Flacco was elite right. saying that he's elite. But I think he has I think he has a chance to be a top seven guy, but I think he'll kind of be in that, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, that, uh, I don't know, 9 to 13, you know, upper, yeah. upper half, but barely. Kirk Cousins. I can see him being Kirk Cousins. Right. Oh, boy, don't Kirk, put that on him. Yeah. Jesus. No. Um, Kirk Cousins isn't 9 to 13 either. He's like 15 to, he's like, he's like 13 to 18. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's my prediction for Justin Herbert is Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. And then I guess, I think we have one more game left here. We got, oh yeah, Bears, Rams, you know. Bears finally looked like the Bears should have and lost. Yeah. Rams didn't look too great, but they looked okay. Yeah. At times they looked really good. I will say at times, you know, they had they had a good they had a pick. The offense looked like it was clicking a little more. It did, yeah. But still only 24 points, you know. Yeah. Seven I think they scored a touchdown pretty quickly after that turnover too. So really 17 points without the help of the defense. Um but it did look like they were clicking more. Um yeah. All right. That it's was... gonna be interesting as we get into the the NFC West games. Yeah, they start banging on each other. Kind of who emerges God, from that? Yeah, I know. You know, all all the teams have looked good and bad at times. Yeah, so for real. We'll, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else? I really need to pee. So I had to pee for a <laughs> Thank while. Thank you now. for the update. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember seeing that on the show. <laughs> um. No, I don't. I don't have. I don't have anything else. I mean, this is it's it's Forty Niners week, baby. It is, yeah. Niners week. That's Fuck always the Niners. a must win. I don't care yep. what the records are. It's yep. like the Apple Cup. Got to got to win it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you know, and they they do get the. I don't know what the series record is, but um, it's a. I think it's a become a really good rivalry. And oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it, it's uh since. When do you think it started? Do you think it started with the Russ versus Kaepernick? Like, do you think that's when the real rivalry that's started? That's when it got really big. Yeah. Prior to that, like one team was good and the other team wasn't. You mm-hmm. know, so um, it wasn't a great rivalry. But yeah, it started with with Harbaugh and Pete Carroll, who were rivals at the college level. Also. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. They hated each other, like legit. Did yeah. not like each oh, other. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, Seahawks are. 25 and 17 in the series which i'm very surprised about wow. uh, i am too actually but i, think I don't they... know if that's just when they join the nfc west or not but uh 25 and i'm pretty sure that's all-time series record so yeah the the seahawks did a lot of damage um or early in the nfc west days mm-hmm. and then the 49ers have been the 49ers it's funny they've been way up and way down yeah true the seahawks have been you know, pretty pretty solid for guess, the last the last twenty years, really. When did we join the NFC West? Was it like, like kind of after it was right their real heyday, two thousand one or? or something like that? Oh, it was, I didn't realize it was that late. So yeah, this yeah. is after this is way after like, you know, Jerry Rice's heyday and yeah, and, and yeah. that stuff. Okay, yeah, I thought it was way before that for some reason, but <clears throat> all right. Yeah, um, thank you. If you made it this far, thank you very thank much. You. You're, you're crazy. Um, we got the ebook on Amazon hardcover on lulu it's a good book read it um we got mason charles co aaron co 29 on twitter subscribe like comment tell us tell us if you want us to add more segments or something i don't know you know i like doing the segments so um or yeah give us give us some 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 advice some feedback yeah we'd love to hear it i I get thumbs up yeah but which is great. I love it. It is, yeah, it is. But you know, we're always Tell us what we're improve. doing bad. Yeah. Like yeah. genuinely, you know? Um yeah. See ya. Bye.